one of the most unique podcasts on the planet. Hey, bus driver. Hey, bus driver. Hey, bus driver. The show about everything related to student transportation. If you're a student transportation professional, you found your show. Hey, bus driver. Exploring the entire school transportation universe. Talking to interesting and inspiring people, exchanging ideas, promoting student transportation industry growth, and sharing a few funny stories along the way. Now, live from Phoenix, Arizona, this is Hey Bus Driver, and this is Jason Nelson. All right, hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Hey Bus Driver podcast. Uh, Today's episode will feature... The newly retired Mr. Fred Yazzie, one of the legends of, I think, school bus driving here in the state of Arizona. Um, those of us that are here think everybody pretty much knows Freddie. And so, Freddie, welcome in and uh, congratulations on your your retirement. What have you been doing with yourself since uh, you're not back at school dealing with COVID-19? Hey, good morning. Um, well, it hasn't really hit, hit me, but um, I've been going back and forth to the school just just to see what's going on and but uh i when, when it hits i'll probably miss miss a lot of it because i was i i was still really into it when, when i retired but um it's something that i wanted to do for the longest time three years ago was my points were up about three three years ago so um i was i was, I was about ready to retire anyway sure and i i can understand that you've been driving a school bus or working in the industry for how long now it was supposed to be 27 years up to October 3rd. Okay. So that's a long time to be driving a school bus. And um, obviously as a, a leader, I'm sure with many shortages, you've been probably driving up to just about uh, last spring when everything shut down. Is that correct? Yeah, it's, 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 it's been a, it's been a, a good, good ride. I would say, I mean, I enjoyed every minute of it and, when I first started work here, I, uh, uh, they were doing, uh, they were testing school buses with the, with the, one with the standard, then standard shift. Now they have the automatic ones. Sure. So back then it was kind of hard to, to pass the test and everything because it was the first time bus driving a bus on my part. But, um, then plus the kids, uh, some of them were naughty and everything. And then thinking to myself at times, I said, why did why did I get myself into this? Why, not knowing that man later on that I would fall in love with the with, with the with driving a bus. So it's been it's been it's been a a good ride. A good. I enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, I think most people can uh, attest to that. I think for those of us that really love it and get into it, make a career out of it. Uh, so how long did you actually, where you started out as a bus driver and then at what point in your career did you move into like upper management? Well, when I first started, uh, when I first started work uh, for a year, I was just, I was just like a, I was a full time, but it was like a substitute. It was people that, that, that didn't come to work. So I drive for them as a substitute bus driver and I was uh, jumping from bus to bus and that's what got uh to me got me thinking why did i get into this job because i was just jumping on a different bus until after a year i got my own route then after that after a year i got when i got my own route that's when i 
that's when I uh, got to know these kids and uh, I got to start like liking what I do. And then from then on, I got into um, just different things um, uh, with, with transportation. I wanted to do more than just being a bus driver. So um, that, that's something that, that uh, one of my bosses used to always say, he used to always say that um, challenge the status quo. And he would, he would say, don't go with the same thing every day try to try to do something different every day your work or different things uh if you if you fall into something the same pattern every day you're just going to keep doing it every day every day every day try something different so that way it makes it makes you um think about a lot of stuff and you, you're going to change a lot of things in a way where you're going to understand where, where this uh, transportation is going to be going so that's what i did and, and that's kind of what i used to always go by when I was uh, first started work. Sure. So, uh, and, and I appreciate that, right? I mean, um, you know, your boss's words there to always challenge the status quo. You know, we, we always look at, um, you know, well, that's the way it's always been done. And how can, you know, I think people should really challenge how we do things differently and how, how school bus has really evolved for you, obviously, in the last 26 years or 27 years that you've been doing this, right? You've seen, you just said you started out driving a stick shift school bus uh, and then, you know, yeah. watching the technology that's come, cameras and GPS and all of those things. Can you tell the people, like, where you're located in Arizona and, um, you know, have you always been driving in that location? Yeah, uh, it's, it's up north, uh, northeastern Arizona, right? right between Wonder Rock and um, I'd say Tuba City. It's about two, two and a half hours um, east of, of Flagstaff. And we're, we're kind of right dab in the middle of the reservation. So that's where we're, that, that's where we're located at Ganado, Ganado, Arizona. The population of about maybe 1,000, 1,200 people or something like that. So you guys obviously probably have a, a lot of challenges trying to, get drivers right how many routes did you have there at ganado we got 20 28 28 routes uh bus drivers at 28 routes and so a, a lot of these routes were like um dirt roads mm -hmm. and so um that's what made uh the the routes a little bit more because on a on a certain road on a certain highway, he would go so far, and then it'd go into a dirt road. So there'd be another bus that would be going to that on that dirt road. So that makes it more, uh, more and more uh, buses going on routes. Sure. So well, there, there, there is there is a lot of um, uh, school bus driver shortages, but as as we say, we we go out and we try to we try to recruit some of these young younger kids that, that, to go into the field of driving a bus and. And, and to me, it's 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 something that you can you can make a living out of. I mean, I did it, so I I have I have a uh, a way of telling kids, hey, try bus driving. Sure, it's, it's not not as bad as what people think. And and once you get the hang of it, man, it's. I mean, I I, I love getting up early in the morning, and going to work. That was my passion. It was just going to work and driving a bus. Right. Uh, do so. Do you did you see a lot of success with that in in doing that outreach with the you know kids that maybe were just fresh out of high school or you know kind of 
in between jobs and, and grabbing people? And how did, I mean, how did you reach out to them? Did you guys do like job fairs or did you just know people? I mean, obviously a small community like that of a thousand people, probably everybody pretty much knows everybody. So just mostly by word of mouth or do you do like job fairs type things to, uh, to recruit? Yeah, we, we usually, we usually did the um, parent, parent uh, conferences and all that stuff. So there were some other drivers from, from my work that, that was into that and we'd set up uh, uh, like different different things to to entice uh, people to try bus driving and and so we we, we have a, a website where we advertise for school bus drivers too so um, to, to make it more interesting um, some of my former students are, are bus drivers right and I remember I, I, I remember talking to them about how how they were on the bus and all that stuff. And so when, when you talk to them in that way, they kind of understand and they, they, they kind of laugh and they kind of laugh it off and say, oh, man, I didn't know. I didn't know I was like this and that. And, but, but it's, it's, it's really neat for, for them to be the drivers because they're the ones understanding what it was like when they were young. Now they become a bus driver and now they're, they're getting that. They're getting that. Um, what what how these kids are? Sure. So, what are what were some of like your longest routes? I mean, is you have routes that are driving more than a hundred miles uh, in the morning or the afternoon? And do drivers get to take their buses? Do any of them get to take their buses home and and start their day from home and end their day at home? Um, no, it's just it's it's we we all we always go back to the transportation yard every evening. And they do uh, some of the other drivers. They do the 6 p.m. athletic runs, and so a lot of those uh, drivers that, that drive in the evening don't get back until about eight o'clock in the evening, or eight or nine in the evening. So that's how we 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 never we never do leave buses at at, at other people. I mean the drivers' houses. So everybody gets back to the transportation. Sure. Well, that's uh, I know some of the other districts up there. I think some of them do that, where they have drivers that take some of their buses home, just because of how great of a distance they are that they have to go to. But what are some of the other challenges that of of driving there in the Navajo Nation? Um, you know, I know that it's kind of have some of the drivers have different rules depending on Navajo Nation, because I think some of the schools are. Uh, are they BIE schools? So I've I've yeah, heard I've yeah, heard that yeah, they yeah. don't necessarily maybe maybe where they should be following minimum standards, but don't always. And I know that training is a you know kind of a difficult challenge up there, and that's where really um, I think NASTA um, seems to shine during the summer. So you can talk a little bit about that, and maybe a little bit about NASTA and um, you know how it supports uh, the Navajo Nation. Uh, and northeastern Arizona. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's hard for for some of these um, some of these schools like BIE schools to, to to go with the minimum standards, and then then there's another one that uh, the the Head Start the Head Start schools, and so that that's kind of where. Uh, NASTA was formed, which is Northern Arizona School Transportation Association, and it's been running up here just like um, like what you guys have down there um, in Phoenix. Um, so we we try to we try to train um, 
these these these, these drivers about the, the the minimum standards through Arizona um, laws and regulations, and so we try to we try to exchange um, different things on on driving, so even the evacuations, even the, all these all these stuff that that go pertain to school bus driving, and so that's where a lot of a lot of um, these people, a lot of these drivers go to to, to get some more more knowledge on on a lot of these um, uh, driving driving the school bus through um, NASCA, Northern Arizona School Transportation Association. And and you guys, so you guys do very similar. I mean, obviously you said it, you know, very similar to what uh, AABT does and TAA does. Uh, we see a lot of a lot of pretty good attendance, especially I think at AAPT where we have bus, you know, a lot more bus drivers that are coming um, down there. And I think we were just in was it Cayenta a couple of years ago uh, for the fall conference, so um, a pretty good turnout from folks that are up there within you know a couple hours of Cayenta. So um, you know AAPT puts on the bus rodeo every year, and I think uh, NASTA does their own. Uh, up there, but we always seem to have a pretty good showing, and I think you've had several wins uh, over the years and uh, several top, at least top ten finishes. So, uh, you want to talk a little bit about about those wins and and what the experience has been like for you? Uh, you know, you know that just kind of um, kind of funny when I first started. When I first um, went to a bus rodeo down in Phoenix for APT was back in. I'd say 2004 or 2005. And back then it was just like, you just drive through the course and, and try to not hit anything. And that's how I, I had my mindset. So the next year I came in and I don't know how I did that, but I was so lucky that I placed second. And, and from, from then on, that was uh, 2006, I think it was. And so I thought, I thought, I mean, I was just, I was probably just the luckiest person there was. <laughs> I played second. And so my boss was all, all for it and said, yeah, he's going to go again because he's going to win the championship next year. And so I went next year and I didn't even place. And so from then on, it took almost, almost four years um to finally finally um say to tell myself that hey this 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 is a serious this is a serious um uh course that it pertains to school bus driving every day and so I started practicing I started getting the the the, the, the things here and there like um um where to turn how to turn when to turn when to turn and all these stuff that, that pertain to school bus training. So I, I got it down to where we practice, me and uh, some of the drivers from work, we practice every every other weekend. Mm-hmm. And so that's how we got to got to um, practice and, and, and be, be good at, 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 at this uh, course. So 2000, 2008, was the was the year I went back down and um, I placed eighth place at that time I was in the top ten and so that's when we, we were practicing and so but some of my other
another driver start placing too. And so 2011, uh, 2011 was uh, when I took fourth place. And then 2012, I went into second place. And then 2013, 2013 was when I, when I, when I won the, the champion uh, championship uh, first place with 939 points that 939 points is um, out of 1,000 points so that's the highest points um, during the first road down at APT so a lot of people uh, nobody has come close to that 939 points yet. wow so it's, it's it's still there now um, 2014 I didn't compete because I won the bus order the year before, so I didn't compete. Uh, 2015, I placed fifth when I came back. And then 2016, uh, that that year, I took second. And I lost by one point. Wow. Um, one point. <laughs> wow. One point. And then 2017, I took second again. I lost by one point again that year. <laughs> so losing one point... For two years going to national is, is I mean, first place you go to national. Sure. And so lose, losing by one point is, is I, I'll take it. I mean, I mean, I, I tried my best and I, I, I give the other driver a, a hand and, and, and give him a pat on the back but because one point he was better. So I, I always, I always say that. Uh, 2018, um, I took fourth. 2019, I took third. So 2020 was um was the, was we were gonna go but yeah this yeah, year got so postponed or can't well canceled altogether and, and yeah yeah I mean it's in it and for so, for the people that don't know what you know the bus I think most people know what bus rodeos are I think every state just about uh, has some version of it but uh, it's you know several several sections of uh, design of a design course to maneuver a school bus through several different skills. So, um, and you've been, you know, helping even on the, uh, I think on the times that you don't compete, I've seen you out there helping set up the course and tear down the course. So, um, you know, I think you've been very, you've, you've gotten pretty intimate with the, the overall idea of bus rodeo and being able to compete. So that's, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, I what I would what I would pass the like pass on a word to other drivers if they want to if they want to place or if they want to um, be in the top ten is is just practice. That's all it is. Just practice and know your the length of your bus, know where your pinpoints are, know know where your turning radius are. That's all it is. Is school bus rodeo. Then know the the rules of uh, the road the rules of the railroad tracks the how to approach the railroad tracks how to pick up a student how far to stop from a, from a student all these stuff it, it comes back down to to just practice and and you're you're improving yourself on an everyday route you're improving yourself sure. even on an everyday route even on your route try your school bus rodeo like a left hand turn mm-hmm. try it i mean try it See if you can come as close as you can to the curb. I mean, I usually shoot, I usually try the uh, the crosswalk and try and make yeah. see how close I can get my front bumper using the crossover mirrors yeah. to uh, to not encroach mm-hmm. the line. So that's that's yeah, the one I so practice. It, it, it boils down to practice and and see how how if you want to if, if you want to get serious with it, man, just do it. 
So you guys, so you offer, you know, I mean, offer weekends or as you get closer to rodeo time, you guys offer practice uh, off the clock on your site to to those that want to come practice. Is that open for um, other neighboring districts? You guys keep that pretty tight to uh, just Ganado. We, we 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 did one year. We did one year, and there was a uh, I think there was about six of them that came. But the only other thing is that that, that the um, insurance wise, that that's what it was. And so the next year we just kind of just stayed with Ganado and just just kind of stayed with our own because of the um, the insurance policy and sure. on our school grounds. And, and so that's kind of why we kind of it's it's hard. But if 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 you have if you have a open field somewhere, shoot. That'd be that'd be great. That'd be great to have a practice on. Right. But if it's on school grounds, then it's it's your your school's gonna make the call. Yeah, and I think anybody that wants to practice, you know, APT puts up their every single um, map of each event, so that way they can use cones to you know as closely replicate uh, the the course as possible. I, I you know I know that some of them, especially like the tennis balls and um, some of the other ones that you need a little bit more equipment with, but I think there's a lot of creative people out there uh, that can set them up and that do set them up. So, uh, what what was nationals like? I mean, I've never been there, but I hear it's uh, pretty exciting. So, can you talk a little bit about that and uh, what your experience was with the national event, national bus rodeo? Well, the the first thing I noticed when I went to Calgary. Alberta, Canada was um these drivers were serious about about uh being in a competition. Here I was just you just got there and just with nothing, just sitting there and watching these people uh drive by and, and, and doing their their, their, their bus rodeo driving. But um as I was sitting there, I was watching these other drivers. They were carrying around um, um yardsticks. They were carrying around um uh, tennis balls that were glued onto the to the to the top of the, uh, the the hose, and they were ready. And they had some cones that they the orange the little the little orange cones that they had, and so they were carrying those around. And I was thinking, why, why? And so I when when I watched them, and then during the start of the bus, uh, when when they were getting their, their buses ready, they would set them up, and they would already know their pinpoints where 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 how many ten feet is on on that bus, and where everything that they they were marking everything. They were like already knowing where everything was, and so it was, it was that. That's when I first. Um, that's when I first started uh, thinking about that too. Is hmm. these guys are these guys are like? I mean, shoot, they don't just go there and just drive like like the, some of us do. Right? They're 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 gung ho. They're serious about this. <laughs> So that's what I did on my next uh, my next uh, finals was uh, in uh, Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's when I, where I went, and I, I took I took my yardstick, I took my tennis balls, and I took my uh, measuring uh, measuring sticks and all these stuff, and they they let me, and and they were saying, yeah, everybody does that. So um, that's what I did there, and the the. the the good thing, the good thing I did too was I bought binoculars because when you watch the the, the, the actual course, 
you know how how far the buses are going to be to you get so uh, up close to to watching the the, 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 the bus rodeo wow so that's another thing i took so and um, they they have uh, i think they have don't they have like a conventional um competition a transit competition and then like a i know the special needs one is is completely another location but i think here in arizona from what i've seen last 10 years we've only had transit buses but we usually have thomas and international and bluebird all represented Uh, i think that's where some people i think get in their head about those pivot points that you talk about and um, you know, just, oh, I've never driven an international. I only drive a bluebird or vice versa. And so they don't know where their switches are and, and it's all a random draw, right? There's, you know, there could be 20 buses to, to pick from and your number gets called and you're just getting into the, the bus that's available. So what, what are some, you know, what's, what's your mindset when you get to a bus that you've probably, I mean, you've probably driven all of them, but for somebody that's new and coming up, what's the the mindset that you should be in when you get a bus that you've never driven before? Well, you get, you get, you get 10 minutes to, 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 to get, to get used to your, the bus that they give you. And I was lucky when I, when I got to, uh, when I went to nationals at, um, in Oklahoma, um, because they had a, a, a plant right there that they were building a, a international buses. So they just used nothing but international buses nice. at that rodeo. So um, I was kind of more familiar with in, international buses at that time because that's where we had a brand new um, international on our yard. So I kind of, I kind of, I was kind of used to it. So it didn't really, but all these other ones like um, Calgary, they, they used the, uh, they used different buses that that they had there, but mostly uh, that I was in the um, transit buses. So um, it, 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 it's just it's just it's just how you like I said, ten minutes is, is a long time to to get used. Your main focus is where your light switches are, where your um, all the switches are, the wipers, the everything. Just get used to it right then and there where your door oh how, how do you open your door and which 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 switch uh turns on the um the stop arm and all that stuff so you, you gotta you gotta kind of just just get the feel of that within 10 minutes and then plus your measurements and all that stuff so you're ready to go but that by that time but the, another thing is that a lot of people when i first went to my bus studio in in calgary i was i was really nervous I mean, I, I thought, shoot, these are these are people like from all over the state, the, the, the 50 states, and then Canada and Mexico and all these other places. And so you kind of just have to go with um, like a bus, regular bus radio, regular. Just just enjoy it. That's the only way you're gonna don't don't get so scared that that you're gonna you're gonna start messing up. And then once you once you hit a cone or something like that and on your first course don't give up just keep going because that cone can just can can delete points off of your off of your scores but you can still add on to the next one the next one and the next one and another thing that that's um that that for for some of these uh the, the drivers around here is that time in the nationals they they time you 
how many minutes you have to go oh, wow. into a stall. So, but if, if you don't, if you don't get into that stall by that certain time, shoot, they'll just tell you to go. And if you hit a like a like a curb on the side of the curb, and then they'll tell you just go. You, you don't have to because you already maxed your points. Got it. Yeah, I mean, it's been in my my experience. Um, you know, I've never competed. I've always been on the side of the judging or um, just the organization, obviously, with my participation in APT, um, you know, just setting up the course, tearing down the course, etc. Uh, but I, I see the nerves that come through because usually I'm on the starting line and people are, I'm so nervous. I don't, you know, first a lot of first timers don't know what to do. And um, but we've also seen first timers, I think last year. I think last year the winner or third place was a first-timer. So, um, you know, and I know some of the districts around here in the Valley do a lot of uh, weekend practicing with their staff to get them ready for it as much as possible. But uh, it's it's been exciting. You know, we have a lot of – we have good weather for the most part. Sometimes it's hot. Sometimes it's cold. Sometimes it's raining. just depends on what uh, March brings us. But I would definitely encourage everybody uh, in our state – that have not been out there to even if they just want to come and watch, you know, for a couple hours. It's it's pretty fun if you if you like school buses. So I give a I give a hand to APT because they're the ones that that did the, the rookie of the year diving. So every year they they award the rookie of the year, which is the first year driver that that competes in, in their bus rodeo. So I think that's the one you're talking about that that placed high. He was a rookie. So he yeah, it was like a, it was a top ten finish. I know that, and I yeah, think. so yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty fun to watch, and it's uh you know definitely a day of uh, geeking out with school buses. So, so Freddie, talk to me a little bit about your this leg or this uh, legacy of excellence that you uh, put into your school bus, and and I know that it was featured in the the news. I want to say last year or two years ago. Um, but what is it? What is it? Where was it? Where'd the concept come from? And, and, uh, how did, how did you have an impact on your students that were dry or that were riding with you throughout the years? You know, um, like I said, I always, I always remember that, that challenge, the status quo, uh, don't go with the same thing every, every, every day. I mean, do, do something, do something every year, do something did something different every year. That's what I've been doing all these years. That's trying to, and and there's there's a lot of things that that are instilled in us that we can share with other people, with students. And so this one came about when I had a a, a little girl that that used, that used to get on my bus, and she gave me a little uh, picture, and she put it on the the the, the, the rearview mirror. And right on top of it, she had a, another sticker that she put on there. It was a, a, um, one of the cartoon um, characters that, that she put on there. So I left it on there. And she was like almost about third, fourth grade again. And that that mirror has been with me through all these years driving my bus because it's a wide, wide mirror, wide mirror up and then sideways. It's kind of long. So I always took took that mirror off and put it on a different bus that was given to me. So I like that mirror because I can see all the kids in the back of me 
from seat seat one all the way to the back, I can I can see clearly, and so that's why I kept that mirror all the way through uh, to these school years. And so this this little girl, she went on and 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 graduated and and went on to college, and so senior year when she graduated. She came back and, and she was how she's talking to me about her, her how, how she was with with the schools and with the college and everything. And so at that time, um, when I when 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 she left the bus and 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 uh, the kids were asking me about who's that who's that who's that girl. And so I I told her I said this is it's this little girl right here in this mirror. She's the one that gave me this picture. And I said, and I said she just graduated from college. I said she finished her four year, four year. She got her four year degree, and she's 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 a successful person. I said, and then so when I started talking about it, then all the kids kind of gathered around me, and they start listening to me. And so I thought, hmm, what if I what if I get some of these kids that that I have driven, that I have hauled around all these years. That, that have done good through academically, athletically, or personally, how they how they how they succeeded, and so that's how that idea came, and so I start getting in contact with these former students, and man, right off the bat, these former students they just they liked it, so they start sending me. Uh, I told them to send me a picture of themselves or a poster, and sign it. I said, sign it and, and 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 encourage the students, make it to the students, sign it to where um, it's something that will encourage them to to finish school to go on. And so they did. Pretty soon, I had pictures that were just, I mean, posters that were just coming, and almost all of them, all the pictures that I have on my bus are laminated. And they're all signed, and I put them on the top of the ceiling on the bus. And so, when what what what's, what's really neat about it is that when kids sit in, in the back of me right there, those little ones, because those are seat number ones, you know, it's the angel seat. <laughs> and um, some of those kids will, will, will ask me, "Who's this? Who's that? Who's that?" And, and I start talking to them about it. And first thing I tell them, I said, "Hey, you know what?" She was sitting where you were sitting at. He was sitting where you were sitting at. But look what she did. Look what she had accomplished. Look what she did with her with her life. You can do that. You have the power to do that. You can do that with all these pictures right here. If you look at them, they were once here where everybody's sitting at. I said, so think about your future. Think about what you're going to be doing. And I said, don't let anybody stop you. You can do it. So that's kind of how this whole thing came about—the the legacy of excellence. But and so a, a lot of these, a lot of these students that are on there have earned uh, degrees and came back as coaches, as as teachers. As I even had a, a principal that came back and then a, a, a superintendent that came back. And so then I got I four of them that that got there doctoral degree so it's it's pretty amazing to, to keep in contact with some of these students and what they have done where they're at 
themselves through, I mean, from a bus driver just telling them, keep telling, giving them a, a kind word. And, you know, as a driver, as a bus driver, we think of it just, just take just hauling kids to school and back home. But no, to me, we're more than that. We're, we're parents, we're, we're brothers, we're uncles, we're even with dads, I mean, to these kids. And, and our kind words are, are encouraging words to them is something that they will hold on to for a long time. And we, we don't know how powerful some of these words are to these kids because some of these kids, we don't know what kind of family background they come from and they just walk to the road get on the bus and go to school and maybe their happiest time is on a bus and so so a lot, a lot of them will cherish what we tell them so as a bus driver I always say don't don't get don't be mean don't be a mean bus driver sure. kids there's somebody yeah I, I we it's a great, such a great story, right? And I think that encompasses everything that we, all of us leaders, are trying to, you know, encourage our drivers to, to connect with their students on a personal level, right? I hear it all the time. I'm just a bus driver, and you're not just a bus driver. You have uh, the potential to impact a student, even if you just have them on the bus for ten minutes, right? Some of these routes, especially more urban routes are, are very quick. And I think, um, you know, some of the routes up there are probably longer and you have a little bit more time to influence and impact, but just the kind words of have a good day or how was your day or how was your, how was your test or how was your game, et cetera. And just take an interest in the students that you're with. And sure, kids are, kids are going to be kids, right? I mean, we, I was a kid once and I, you know, I was probably, you know, fairly rowdy at times on the school bus, but I also remember just kind of sitting there and, and, you know, going along with the flow. So, um, you know, I think that some of the people that get into this, uh, obviously are, you know, trying to either make ends meet or, or take the benefits that come from it. But there's also a large group of people that believe in the, the work that they're doing. Right. And I, I think this yeah. really shares and encompasses that idea of, you know, how for, for some drivers, especially those that really want to go above and beyond, like those that have been seasoned drivers for a long time, how did they impact a student's life and how can they, how can they take that story and encourage new kinders or new, you know, elementary kids that are coming through so that they know, um, you know, down the road you can do something. And, uh, one of my drivers a couple of years ago had said, you know, he, he likes the concept or the idea that, um, you know, the kids that he could be driving could be the next Bill Gates or the next Gandhi or the next, you know, somebody, the next astronaut that goes to space. And, um, you know, these kids are going to grow up and, and do something pretty awesome. So it's a, it's a really cool story. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing when you, when you drive and you look in the mirror and, and just like this, how the song says, you, you look in your rear view mirror and you see all these kids. One of them might be president of the United States. One of these might be uh, a president of a corporation. And, and it really means a lot, that song, how, how, it, how it came to school bus driving. And so you gotta, I think you gotta love your job. You gotta love your, you gotta love what you're doing. 
and you got to love the, the kids and, and who they are and what they are and what they what they become. Um, I got some of them that that, that ran cross country, um, like Albina the Gay, and and she made it to the Olympic trials and and all that stuff. And she has a a really 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 amazing career through cross country. And Roger Donetso, another one, uh, played football here, and he's a coach over at uh, Navajo Prep in New Mexico, where he's he's one of the top coaches in New Mexico. And, and so the list goes on. April Claremont, another volleyball player from Tuba City, I mean, another a coach from Tuba City, and her kids were like amazing uh, volleyball volleyball and football players. So. Those are some of the some of the students that that I, I praise. That the newer ones, Jalen Curley. I mean, she's she's going to school in California with, with, on a basketball scholarship. So these are some of the kids that 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 will touch your heart. That will that make um, your life more when you look at it and, and smile and say, "Hey, this is this is me." This is, I, I, I helped these kids. I, I did something to bring them to school and take them back home safely and take them on athletic trips. And so these are some of the students that, that will that that will cheer, that will be with you forever in, in your heart. Yeah, absolutely. I you know I I told the story earlier in one of the shows about, you know, one of the little girls that sits sat behind me on one of the routes that I subbed for several, you know, several months. And, you know, that's how the, the name of this show came to be was because, you know, she would just always say, Hey, bus driver. And even though she knew my name, right. It was, it was a constant, Hey, bus driver. And that's, that's how we kind of settled on this. But, um, you know, I remember a lot of the kids that I've driven over the years and, um, you know, I don't, I hope that they would remember me and, you know, I think it's just one of those things that as we, as leaders, again, as we coach, you know, our our new drivers that are coming in that don't really know what they're going to, I think they have an idea of what to expect driving a school bus, but until they really get in and do it, and especially because, you know, we've had several people that we've trained since, since March and since COVID started that haven't had a chance to drive students yet, so... Um, you know, school year's getting ready to get started again, and uh, I think these are the the stories that we want to share and the the powerful message that we want to encourage people. Even if they're, you know, they might be seasoned drivers and go, you know what, I've I've had a negative attitude about this, and I want to do something different and be be a positive role model for you know for the kids that I drive. So, yeah, yeah, pretty like I said, pretty pretty exciting and. And I'm glad to uh, to have got you on here finally. I know it took a long time to to get connected, but I appreciate you sharing that story. Um, we're getting close to wrapping this up. Freddie, is there anything that you want to just maybe words of encouragement or, uh, you know, kind of the last final closing thoughts that you want to share? You know, um, when you're getting close to retirement, uh, people just want to, people look forward to retirement and, and, they just want to uh, jump like, like uh, things here and there and not really be involved with transportation anymore because they're so look, looking forward to retirement. And mine was opposite of that. I mean, I love what I, I was doing till the end. And I still love um, um, driving a bus. And I think that this is, this is what, what 
like I always said that I'm glad I did this and I'm glad I, I drove the school bus because I, I'm not going to trade anything for it because I learned a lot from it and I I got a I got to meet a lot of people through different states through through the state of Arizona through parents through students you get to meet a lot of people a lot of positive people and so a lot of these young young drivers that are just coming in I, I would just say stick with it man. 20 years, 30 years, it's just down the road. It's, it's going to come fast. Mine just came fast. I mean, I, I was just, not, not not too long ago, I was just trying to drive a stick shift, thinking that, how do I do this? How do, am, am I going to, am I going to pass? Am I going to, I mean, things like that. But hey, all, all it is is just positive thinking and positive thoughts that, that go through your mind and you can do anything you want to be. And so, that's what I like to uh, pass on to uh, even even my drivers at Ganado. I mean, they're, they're, they're a good bunch of uh, drivers there, and a lot, almost all of them, are like positive and, and they'll 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 back you up and they'll they'll tell you this man. So it's 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 been a wonderful wonderful um, career, I would say, as a bus driver to all the the, the people at Ganado to all the um, Faculties to all the board members, I'd like to say thank you to AAPT. Thank you for giving me a chance to do all the um, um, presentations down there. Would you let me to do a, a presentation up at STN in, in, in Reno, Nevada, which is something that 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 that's going to be with me forever. So thank you for all that. So, um, that's just uh, that's what I wanted to to say thank you about. I mean, thank thank everybody. Well, and I think that we, you know, I think we owe you a a big gratitude of thanks for, you know, your service and and everything that you've been, uh, you know, a part of, uh, you know, through the various industries and, um, you know, always a wealth of knowledge to to reach out to and ask about certain things. And I'm sure that you'll continue to do that both for your team up there in Ganado and for any of those that might want a, a word of advice or encouragement for the bus rodeo. So, um, again, thank you for coming on here, uh, to share your story and, and hopefully maybe we can, uh, um, connect again. I want to get Armando on here and talk a little bit about a little bit more about bus rodeo, maybe in the spring as we get closer to, to bus rodeo time, we just have a whole podcast about bus rodeo. So, um, hopefully we can connect everybody again and, and, um, you know, thank you, sir, for your time. I appreciate everybody who's joined in and, uh, to listen, uh, be sure to follow us on social media. Check out our fa- or our web page, www.heybusdriver.com. Uh, catch up on your latest episodes. We've got new merchandise, stickers, masks, a whole bunch of um, you know stuff up there on the website for purchase uh, to show your support of the show. So, again, I appreciate everybody uh, who's shown support. I think we just hit finally uh, 2,000 listens on uh, 15 episodes, which is beyond what I thought it would, this would turn out to be. So I'm, I'm encouraged by it. Um, I'm, I'm definitely interested to, to meet everybody, 
that has similar stories like this that want to to share these stories that we can get this message out there. So, Freddie, I hope you have the, a good rest of your weekend. Uh, hopefully it starts cooling off here in Arizona. And uh, until then, uh, be safe and uh, tell everybody up there I said hi. Yeah, we will. And thank you for for this opportunity to to do this, and and which is a a, a nice uh, gesture of, uh, I guess, um, telling everybody, hey, I I I I want you guys to do way better than what I did, and and keep doing what you're doing because you're 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 transporting precious cargo that there is all over the all over the the whole United States, so. Just keep doing what you're doing. We like to hear positive stories, not the negative stories of how buses got into accidents and all that stuff. And so we need a lot more positive stories on school bus drivers. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in this time right now. Uh, all the positivity yeah. that we can get, we'll certainly share it. So, Freddie, I'll talk to you soon. And uh, thank you, sir. And this episode will be out uh, another five days next Saturday, a week from today. So, uh, till then, we'll talk to everybody and be safe. You've been listening to Hey Bus Driver. Thanks for being part of our community. If you're a student transportation professional, you are part of our family. The show is coming to a close, but you can reach out online. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Hey Bus Driver Podcast. And check out the website at www.heybusdriver.com. Till next time, this is Hey Bus Driver, signing off.